Ephesians chapter 1 and verses 1 to 14. Those who comment on these things refer to the opening of this scripture as a hymn. And when you read it and listen to it, you, you get where they're coming from. From Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to the saints in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us to be adopted as his sons and daughters through Jesus Christ, in accordance with the pleasure of his will to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him, we have redemption through the blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. Do I get an amen? Yes. Yes. And he has made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ, to be put into effect when the times will have reached their fulfillment, to bring all things, that's all things, in heaven and on earth together under one head, even Christ. Hallelujah. In him we were also chosen having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will, in order that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be for the praise of his glory. Amen. And you also, you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Amen. So now you can see why that is a hymn. Paul, I guess he kind of goes off on one, doesn't he, really? And you go, what's this about? But our theme is branded by God. And there's so much in there about belonging. And the important thing this morning is to know that we do belong to him. I'll take that. Belonging is an important thing, isn't it? A lot of us like to feel we belong here. This is our family as well as our natural family. We like to belong to a club. We like even to belong to a supporters club, Glenn, don't we? Even Derby County. Family, friends, clubs, groups, shopping is where we're going next. Where am I pointing to? You. 
You get rewards from shopping. How many cards and things and numbers do we get? So we just get those rewards. Even those little cards that you get from the cafe that said, you've eaten 17 cafe lattes and now you're entitled to one. Free one. Not quite as bad as that, but it feels like that. You get loyalty points. You get frequent flyers. You get offers. You get things that you are entitled to because you're not just any old customer. You're a member. You're a subscriber. You're a frequent shopper. You've spent loads and loads of money on Amazon. Talking of which, there's a special class of Amazon customers called Amazon Prime, would you believe? I had to Google it because I didn't know what it was. Amazon Prime is a paid subscription service that gives users access to services that would otherwise be unavailable or cost extra to the typical Amazon customer. This includes blah, 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 free two-day delivery, streaming music and other benefits, none of which I would want. But lots of people do. So you pay and you get rewards and benefits. But Paul is talking about the rewards in Christ. And because this letter is one that's being sent around a number of churches, he wants them to be in no doubt about what those rewards and blessings are. He starts with his amazing list of benefits. Chosen, planned for in God's long-range plan, adopted into God's family. He wants to adopt them because he's a loving God and he has a loving family where people get to be the best they can possibly be with his help. But there's a but. God says, I'd like them in my family, but hang on, these people are not fit to join the family right now. They're not like me. They're a bit like the people who buy this T-shirt. I don't need Google. My husband knows everything there is to know. And the main thing that we as humans have done is we've said, I don't need God. I know there's everything, everything that you need to know. My will, my thoughts, my ideas, I know everything. What does God know? So that's the main problem. As a whole, we've done wrong things, leading lives that are dirtied and stained with our own thoughts and our own motivations. And God calls it sin. So he says to himself, I can't let that into my family. But, he says to himself, I know I've already got a plan for that. And it includes a way of dealing with that sin. I will send them a rescuer. And instead of people being cut off from me because of the wrong they've done and the rebellion they've made against me, I will rescue them. Instead of punishing them, I'll send my son Jesus to take the punishment in their place. Sounds perfect, doesn't it? But somebody has to pay the price. And the price is Jesus' life itself. And that's what that cross and our cross here are all about. 
And twice Paul mentions this word. He calls it redemption. Redemption through Jesus' blood, the forgiveness of sins. It has to be bought. Redemption, it's a big word. But you regularly, I have to go back, sorry. You regularly get to do redemption yourself or to have redemption done when you are a customer. You join with your loyalty card, you boot, supermarket, something online, and every now and then they send you, what do they send you? They send you a voucher or a code or a number or something, and it says half price, 70% off, limited period only, get a special deal. But to get the benefit of the offer, you have to use the voucher. You don't get the rewards automatically. You don't get the 50% off, sadly. You have to go along. You have to make the purchase. Sadly, most of my vouchers stay in my handbag. I go to the shop. I present them and they say, oh, these ran out yesterday. (laughs) Uh, I haven't told Dave that. So when you go online or you go in the shop, you have to have the voucher with you. You can't say, oh, it's in my bag, I've left it at home. This is what redemption means. The provider of the service or the shop redeem the voucher. You do a swap. You present the voucher, and only then do you get what has been promised. The rewards that are on God's voucher, may any other voucher we could have pale into insignificance. That's why Paul gets so excited. He's excited because we don't have to pay. It's God's riches at Christ's expense. The word grace, which we use a lot. We say the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, don't we? That's what it means. It's free. God makes the voucher available to us. His voucher is the promise of getting our lives cleaned up and then joining God's family forever. Jesus has paid it for us with his own blood dying on the cross. God has raised him to life to show he has already overcome sin and darkness once for all, entitling us to join his family if, and there is an if, we receive and then hand over the voucher. We get to swap our dirty lives for a new, clean life by trusting that Jesus has done it for us. Cleaned up, forgiven, chosen, adopted. And as we've just sung, there is... We are not forsaken. We are chosen, not forsaken. It's a great plan. And it's perfect because God does it. He makes it happen. You can join my family, he says, and get to be the people I say you are. Not whoever else says, says who you are. Who God says you are. Chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, we can say. God is for us, not against us. We don't need to be afraid of a holy God or the effect of what we've done or our guilt or our shame. 
we can come close to him and enjoy all his promises of light and life. Life, Jesus says, I have come so that you may have life and have it. I think the word in Greek means something like super abundantly. We haven't got a word for it. Have it to the full. Have it beyond your wildest dreams. Friends, girls and boys this morning, my question to us all is, do we know what an unbelievable difference it will make to us if we take Jesus at his word and have that life? Maybe we know about the voucher, but we've not presented it yet, which means we can't get the rewards. Or maybe we've got the voucher but it's in our back pocket or on a shelf. And we say, oh, we'll, we'll hand it in sometime. I understand there's a voucher, okay. That means we're missing out on the rewards we could be having right now. But what we have to remember is this. Jesus' voucher doesn't have an expiry date written on it. We don't know we've got till the end of July or the end of 2019 or the end of the century but it does run out. And that voucher that entitles us to all those blessings runs out at the point when our time of life ends. And some of us, let's be honest, are a lot closer, closer to that than others, humanly speaking. I keep reminding Dave of that all the time. But seriously, the Bible says now, now is the time of God's favour. Now is the day of salvation. Not putting it off, not leaving the voucher in your back pocket. Funnily enough, we tend to want things now, don't we? If it's an advert, if it's something, oh, I've just seen that. Dave was talking to me and his daughter. He said, oh, I'm getting that CD, it's coming tomorrow. I said, hang on a minute, how did you, you only decided yesterday, how can that come tomorrow? Oh, well, you know, I've got special delivery I said, but you don't even shop online. How do you get special delivery? Ruth said, her, I know the answer to that. It gets me to order it. I said, well, hang on a minute. How do you get it so fast? She said, well, I'm the one with the Amazon Prime, aren't I? Dave isn't a subscriber. He doesn't even go online. But as an ordinary customer, he can't get the super fast delivery. But he manages to get around it by being super nice to his daughter Ruth. But this doesn't work with God's promises. We can't get round him. We can't go through somebody else, our parents, our upbringing, our friends, whatever else we've done, our husbands, our wives. Each voucher is personal. And on the back it says, not to be transferred. The Bible says, for there is no one else who can rescue us. And there is no other name given to men, humans, people, by whom we can be rescued. And that name is Jesus. God has provided the reward voucher of incredible, inestimable value. The rewards are peace with him 
a fulfilled life, of knowing his love and forgiveness, discovering his plans for us, and certainly that we will be with us and that we will be with him forever, both now and the other side of death. No worries about expiry dates now, but only through Jesus. So I want to ask us all, I want us to ask ourselves, have we taken up the promise on the voucher? There's a promise of salvation, but there's also lots of other promises which we might not have actually redeemed. We know we've chosen, we've asked Jesus into our life, but we haven't received everything that's on the voucher. You might say, well, what do I actually do to get this voucher paid out? Firstly, you have to believe that the voucher exists and is for you personally. Then reach out in faith to Jesus and take that voucher from him. And then hand it over to God and he redeems it. And you know what happens next? You get something to show that you've redeemed it. In verse 13 of our reading, it says, you are marked with a seal. Dozens of us in this room have already started enjoying the rewards. You've accepted the voucher. You've presented it to God in faith. You have become included in Christ and then marked or branded with the sign of belonging to him. And that's the Holy Spirit. But you may not have received all those blessings. So we need to ask ourselves, have we redeemed everything on the voucher? Do I need to ask for a deeper relationship with God? Do I need to ask for more and more of his Holy Spirit? So my message this morning is not just for those who haven't got the voucher or haven't presented it. It's for those of us who've had it but haven't collected everything that's on it. It's only the start. The measure of the Holy Spirit we get when we accept Jesus is just the first instalment. It's a deposit, Paul says, a down payment, and it's guaranteed by God. I have so much more for you, says God. I started going through the alphabet, acceptance, belonging, becoming more like Jesus, certainty of heaven, discovering God's purposes, exerting God's power, Freedom from guilt, guaranteed blessings, the Holy Spirit's power, inheritance in heaven, joy unspeakable. I'll leave you to fill in the rest of the alphabet. I don't think we've got an alphabet long enough. So let's ask ourselves, am I sealed? Am I marked with the promised Holy Spirit? How real is it for me? Do I need to ask for more? Let's just pause for a moment as we reflect on what God may be saying to us this morning.